Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a ton to get to. It's going to be fan-freaking-tastic. Can't wait to get into it. Real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster, my favorite barbecue place by far. We'll, we'll talk about them a little bit later, but what we need to do right now, okay, it's the last show of the week. Let's just cut it. Cut the BS. Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this is an interesting concept. I can see why people are attracted to it. But I could also see the negative side of this. There's, there's a company that is sending your remains, like your ashes, and you can also opt to send your DNA up to the moon, like the south side of the, of the moon. It's a company called Celestius, and that's what they specialize in, sending earthling remains and ashes on a rocket flight to space. And the, the rates start, they say, surprisingly affordable, beginning at $2,495. There's a guy named Ken Ohm of Kansas. He's a retired physics professor in the Midwest, and he's planning to have his DNA launched up to the South Pole of the Moon when he dies. And the idea is that, that maybe one day, <laughs> like some space uh, you know, alien creatures could use it for cloning. So freaking bizarre. Like they want your DNA. Come on, let's be honest. They're, they're, are, do you think they're going to just do a crapshoot with some random person's DNA? Nah, probably not. Probably not. But you never know. So a trip to the lunar surface or deep space is right around $13,000. Now, I pulled this story from the New York Post. So they say the average New York funeral costs right around $10,000. So only a $3,000 jump. Now, I live here in Colorado and doing a quick Google search. Now, this could be slightly wrong and, you know, depends where you go. Colorado averages right around $7,000. But I don't know. You tell me, is that something that you would want to do? It's kind of cool. It's different, and in a weird way, you could live on. Assuming that somebody up there on the moon finds your DNA, and they're like, hey, you know what we should do? Let's make some people. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right. Yeah, I got it. Oh, what one do you got? I don't know. <laughs> Let me see. Let me grow it in a Petri dish real quick. Make sure you get the quick generate, okay? We don't want to be waiting here forever. And they whoop. Ah, it's just some weird guy. <laughs> some weird guy that can't stop scratching his balls and his belly button. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's kind of, it's neat. It's interesting. Don't think I would do it. I, do, I don't. I, I, I just think that it's just kind of a waste of resources in my mind. I mean, you're, you're shipping it up there that's, you know, fuel and blah, blah, blah. It's just me being just... I, I just don't think, I don't think I'm worth it. I got to be honest, I don't. 
So astronauts, civilians, even professional baseball players have committed to the orbital end with Celestius, which was established back in 1994 and it has since launched 17 memorial space flights. Ohm says he hopes an advanced alien civilization will one day replicate the DNA he leaves on the moon. I don't know. I mean, it's cool. It's interesting. But I've, I've been around funerals before, and not all the time. Not all the time. But sometimes I just feel like those individuals that are on the other side of it, that are taking care of things, and are indeed profiting from somebody's loss, sometimes those individuals on that side, they're not the, they don't have the best interest of the family in mind. That's not always the case. I understand that. But I don't know. I, ju I just feel like this is just, it's kind of gimmicky. It's neat. It's something that would be, kind of a neat thing to say but ultimately I don't care enough about it like if, if I opted to do this I don't know I, I guess in a sense it would be one of those things where if I passed away and I had my remains shot up to the moon like my kids, my fam, my wife, and rest of my family could always be looking up at the moon, and they're like, "There he is! There's our guy! He's up there!" I, I guess, in a sense, that's cool. But also, they could say they did it, and then you would never fucking know, right? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of jacked up. I do have a, a exclusive audio, allegedly. From the company, after collecting so many orders to send DNA and other remains to the moon. Here we go. <laughs> right. Come on. There's like a large percentage of the ashes that you get from somebody's cremation. The majority of the ashes aren't even of your, your family member. It's like of the box and, and whatever other stuff in there i mean it's it's one of those things if it brings you closure sure go ahead i mean it's your money i i just think it i think it's bizarre but again i kind of go back to the idea like you know you're out going outside you're you're feeling down and you miss that special someone in your life you look up to the moon and you're like okay they're right there there they are looking down on me I could see that being the positive of it and me being a negative Nancy about it and just going, why would you do that? That's dumb. They're just going to rip you off. Well, at the end of the day, it's somebody else's money. And if that, that's what they want to do, go ahead and let them. Speaking of making money, a company is going to pay someone $2,000 to watch 12 Hallmark movies. I don't feel like that's enough. I don't think that's enough. Have you ever been sick or or just bored and there's nothing on TV and you're flipping through and then you see it like the Hallmark Channel and there's a Christmas movie on or something like that? They're fucking awful. I'm sorry. They're not good. Listen, they're all better actors than me, okay? They are. 
But that's not saying much because <laughs> some of these people are just like the low end of the actors. I'm a dick for saying that. I get it. But anyway, Bloomsy Box is seeking a special Christmas movie maven to get paid $2,000 to watch and rank 12 holiday movies this uh, holiday season. Would you do that? Would you? Because I actually have, this is weird, I got so much exclusive audio. I have uh, the ability to look into the future and look at a, a universe where I actually got this gig and I'm like halfway through it. Then I turn to a camera and say my feelings on what's actually going on right now. This sucks and it's horseshit, but I'm too polite to say anything because I'm a class act. <laughs> yeah, right? The chosen candidate will also receive an ample supply of Jared Deli hot cocoa and two pairs of fuzzy socks to guarantee a cozy watching exper experience. I feel like you deserve more. There needs to be more perks in this, right? Because $2,000, which is nice, but to watch 12 movies and you're going to have to go through and, and rate them, that's really what they're wanting you to do. I mean, it's, it's not, quote-unquote, an easy $2,000. You need to set them up with, like, some gift cards for food. I don't know, a bottle of booze to get them through the movies. <laughs> some weed, right? I don't know. Yeah, get, get them, set them up with some good edibles. Wana is very good. Made here in Colorado. I believe that's in Boulder. Wana, good flavor. Doesn't give you a headache like some do. It's good. Okay? I'm just saying that's what Bloomsy Box needs to be thinking of. If you really want people to sign up for this, that's a way to do it. And you're going to get some, especially if you give them some weed, they're going to be giving you some really detailed and honest and insightful feedback on these movies, right? <laughs> Maybe too much information. But I, I don't know. I would never do that. Not with Hallmark movies. Maybe if it was like action movies and then you wanted me to really break them down. But again, it depends on the amount of movies that I have to watch. And then also, how much am I going to get paid? Because it has to be worth my time. I just don't need, I don't think that that's really worth your time. So that's $166 roughly per movie. Not worth it. Not worth it. And especially if you think about the average movies, probably around an hour and a half, maybe an hour 45, depending. I just don't, I don't see how that's worth it for you, but... I'm a negative Nancy today, apparently. Now, I will brighten the mood on this. It's a little bit of blasphemy, okay? But here I go. I'm going to do it because I feel like that's the only way I can justify talking about Hallmark movies. Here's a list of the movies they're going to show you or make you watch to get that $2,000 that you'll end up reviewing each movie. Now, 
I'm going to give you the list of the names of those movies, but I'm also going to give you the alternate universe if these were actually porn movies, okay? So it's a different name. Similar name, but different. Here we go. The most wonderful time of the year. Porn version, the most wonderful bang of the year. That's right. I enjoyed that one. Okay, I missed out on the role, but it was darn well put together. Well, thanks, Connery. Oh, by the way, I banged your mother last night. Okay, Jesus. Oh, moving along. Crown for Christmas. The porn version? Dong for Christmas. <laughs> the Nine Lives of Christmas? The Naughty Lives of Christmas. Ooh, that one sounds good. I hear it has a good plot line. <laughs> Christmas Getaway. Porn version? Christmas gangbang. <laughs> Journey back to Christmas. Porn version. Journey to the back door on Christmas. A tale as old as time. <laughs> Christmas. Ghosts of Christmas always. Ghosts of Christmas banging. <laughs> Again, I like that one. Family for Christmas. <laughs> Jesus fucking for Christmas <laughs> uh, Christmas under wraps okay sounds nice Christmas under the sheets okay okay not bad three wise men and a baby porn version three wise men and a babe oh yeah a royal Christmas porn version a rim job Christmas so sick. North Pole. Oh, that sounds nice. Porn version. North's Pole. <laughs> and finally, the Christmas train. There is no change on that one because the Christmas train is also the porn name. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to hell. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> People are like, that's a little too much. Okay, I, I've, I've had it. I can't do this anymore. It's disgusting. What is he, five? No. I'm not watching porn when I'm five, you sickos. Anyway, get over it. Three quarters of Americans are planning to enjoy the end of the year and not worry about their diet. That's up from just half from last year, according to a new survey. The results revealed that 72% of the 2,000 Americans surveyed this year want to make the most of the end of the year, regardless of what that means for their diet compared to 54% in last year's survey. That, I'm, wow. <laughs> People are just like, fuck it, man. We, we went through the pandemic. We've had some time to just let things balance out and settle down. Fuck it, we're eating. We're eating like kings and queens. So 59% are saying they've uh, eaten more than one of the same meal in one day. I don't think that's like too crazy. Because a lot of times you eat, th like especially like Thanksgiving. When we go down to our family, um, my wife's aunt and uncle's house, they do, do a killer job. They'll eat like around one or two. 
And then by like five or six, you're hungry again, and you just eat the leftovers already. I don't think that's too crazy. 50% of those people said they've eaten so much they've had to undo a button on their pants or just loosen the belt. Uh, I don't think I've ever ate that much. I Have you? I don't know. That seems like a lot. 47% of the people surveyed said they've eaten more than three meals in a day. <laughs> Listen, if you're not going anywhere, I mean, I guess if it's good. I think if anything, we just snack most of the day. Because usually like when we're waiting for every the main course to be done, we're just, there's usually like veggie tray out, chips and dip. Uh, somebody always makes, uh, stuffed mushrooms, which are killer. I love those stuff like that. And you're just kind of grubbing all throughout the day. Let's see. 42% of people surveyed said they've eaten more than one dessert at a meal. <laughs> I don't think that that's too uncommon. My wife does that because like, how often do you get pie? Not very often. And if you like pie, like I love cherry pie. I love pumpkin. I love, what is it, like the chocolate? Oh, my God. Yeah. I love pie. And if pie's around me, I'm going to hammer it. And if as long as there's enough for everybody else, shit, yeah, I'm going to take two. This one's crazy. 35% said they've eaten until they felt sick, unwell, or full to bursting. Maybe when I was a teenager, you know, you get that, you know, just free food, uh, you know, it's free food. There's a lot of it and you're just like hammering it down. I guess that, that, that's, that's the last time I did it because I can't, I love to eat. I eat till I'm full, like, you know, a little bit more than normal, but not where I'm so uncomfortable. I can barely move uh, where I, whereas I've eaten in the same room with somebody that has done that and you're like dude that's a lot like my son just freaking hammers thanksgiving he is such a foodie it's crazy but he'll he'll throw down he's 10 and he can just crush crush thanksgiving we're planning on going to vegas at some point and i want to take him to a good buffet and he's going to be in heaven because he's going to get his money's worth. He always does. It's awesome. Now, in related news to this, I, I sent out a, a tweet last night. And I said something about, like, if you have any random thoughts, whatever you want to join the show, let me know. Ramon responded with, should I get mad at others when they put minimal effort into a dish for Thanksgiving? Like instant mashed potatoes. You got to be kidding me. That's a good question. It's like somebody that shows up for a party. Everybody's like bringing like a potluck. It's, it's the same thing. They show up and they just bring chips. Unless the host tells you to do that. I mean, that that's cheap. But I guess in a sense, that's fine. I'd rather you bring chips and dip than... Just go, I, these are instant mashed potatoes. 
just go through the effort and make them. It's not that hard to make mashed potatoes from scratch. I can do it. You can do it. And the taste is so much better. So much better. And there's probably less, you know, shit in there. You know, things that keep it fresh longer. You know what? You just make it that morning. You boil, you chop up some potatoes. Then you boil them till they're soft. Drain the water. Mash them. Add some milk. Add some butter. Maybe a little sour cream is the way I do it. Some, uh, some salt, garlic powder. Sometimes I'll do this. I'll throw in a little bit of Frank's Red Hot. Just a little. Just to give it this little tang, this little zip that people just can't put their finger on. It's good. Trust me. It is. And then that's it. It doesn't take that long. Maybe 30 minutes or so. Just depends. It's not hard. It, it's, you're, you're saving like 20 minutes by doing instant mashed potatoes. Put in some effort, man. A little elbow grease makes those potatoes even better. I agree with you, Ramon. You should be upset. You should be upset if somebody half-asses it. Be like, hey, guys, <laughs> check it out. Uh, here's a bag of cereal. <laughs> now, if you crunch this up and sprinkle it on the turkey and stuffing, ooh, ooh, honeycomb for Thanksgiving. You're welcome. Maybe some lucky charms. I don't know. I will tell you, Ramon and everybody else, like if you want to impress for Thanksgiving, because a lot of people are busy for Thanksgiving and you can't get the meal done. Or some people can't afford it and maybe you want to help them out. There's a good way to do it. Sugar Fire in Westminster. They have their Thanksgiving menu. And you can place your order by this Sunday, November 19th, 2023. And they can do all the work for you. And they're not going to be using instant mashed potatoes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they make things from scratch. And you can take credit for it. That's what I think it would be great. Hey, guys, show up to Thanksgiving with all this food. Be like, oh, I am so exhausted. I got up so early this morning to get this food ready for you. I mean, you're not really lying. You got it ready by going, one, you placed the order, and two, you went and picked it up. <laughs> it's not that you're not totally lying, <laughs> but you can take credit for it. I don't think Chef Clint and everybody's going to mind if you take credit for it. You can get a whole smoked turkey. It's $9.99 a pound, and they average 10 to 16 pounds, and it feeds 6 to 10 people. Dude, a smoked turkey. I don't know if you've ever had a smoked turkey. Smoked turkeys are freaking legit. And if Sugar Fire's doing it, a chef-driven uh, restaurant is doing all the work for you, you know this is going to be delicious. You can also get dinner packs, six ounces of turkey breast, mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing, cranberry sauce, choice of pie, all that, all of that, all of it for $29.99 a person. You can get those sides that I just mentioned. You can get them in pints, quarts, gallons. Oh my God, it's so good. You got pumpkin pie, a whole pumpkin pie you can get. Or 
the whole pumpkin cheesecake. I, I think I would win Thanksgiving if I showed up to my wife's aunt and uncle's house and I had a whole pumpkin pie and a whole pumpkin cheesecake pie. They'd be, it's not a cheesecake pie. It's just a whole pumpkin cheesecake. Either way, I put those on the counter. People would be like, Scott, we actually do respect you, okay? We did it before. Until now, now, okay, sure, it's been a long time that you've been married to uh, your wife, our our niece, and my my daughter, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But now we finally respect you. Like I said, they got all those things that you can uh, place your order for. Plus, they got regular meats and sides available as well. Go ahead. Get those orders in right now. They need to be placed by Sunday, November 19th, 2023. Email them at catering at sugarfirewesty.com. Again, catering at sugarfirewesty.com. Or give them a call, 720-639-639. 4903 7206394903 or you can go in into the restaurant itself 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th right next to Snooze they are going to hook you up and do all the work and make you the star of Thanksgiving let's let's be honest though the star of Thanksgiving is going to be the the food if you get it through Sugar Fire in Westminster it's Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're crushing Thanksgiving for you. It's uh, Sugar Fire in Westminster, re- reinventing barbecue every single day. I forgot what I was going to say at the end. <laughs> I didn't write out the tagline uh, for the Thanksgiving stuff. I've just been kind of ad-libbing it the whole time. Listen, it's my world. Uh, I'm not very smart, and you're welcome. You're welcome. You know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Chris. He says, because again, I, I put this out on Twitter last night. I was like, what are your favorite shows as a kid? And he said, when I was young, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles were the shit. And he was born in 1986. Dude, Ninja Turtles was legit. I I loved Ninja Turtles. I had so many of the toys. I believe, I can't remember, was it the Technodrome Dome, Technodome or something like that? The one with the bad guy, what he uh his base. My mom bought me that one year for Christmas. It was so freaking cool. I wish I still had that. I probably destroyed it because my brother and I were very hard on our toys. Like we like, you know, maybe throwing them off the roof, see like reenacting scenes from a show or stuff like that. I don't know why it broke (laughs) stuff like that. But I, I had, I even had the guy, I can't even remember the bad guy's name other than shredder, but I had the, the brain guy. I had that toy. I had all the Ninja turtles. I had the Ninja turtles that had the soft, squishy heads. Like, they didn't do those for very long, and then they switched them to the hard head. And it it pisses me off that I, of what I ended up doing to them. I ended up lighting them on fire. (laughs) Because 
there was a point in time where when we discovered fire, fire, yeah, fire, yeah, yeah, we did it, we discovered it. You get, you know, some hairspray and a lighter. We lit those motherfuckers up. If you go by my old house in Broomfield, I did this like a couple of years ago. I drove by, and sure enough, there was the little burn mark from when I burned Donatello. And it pisses me off that I did that. Because, it, one, it would have been cool to have to show my kids. But, two, it, there's a good chance it's worth a lot. But... I did what I did, whatever. But going back to your your question of like what were your favorite kids shows or shows as a kid? Ninja Turtles obviously, ThunderCats, Snarf, Snarf. <laughs> yes. ThunderCats was awesome. Remember Alf where he was like the the puppet that lived with a family, he was a um an alien I guess is what he was, but he liked to eat cats. That was a great show. X-Men, the, the cartoon. I don't know if that was in the 80s or, or early 90s, but I, I love that show. I love that show. It's where I was introduced to Wolverine and, you know, Cyclops and all those guys. Beast. Oh, my God. It was so cool. DuckTales. DuckTales was awesome. Scrooge McDuck diving into his pit of money, which... <laughs> If he if you actually tried to do that, you'd snap your neck. <laughs> you'd dive into a pit of coins. It's not going to end well. If it's dollar bills, yeah, that's one thing. Although you'd probably need to get some shots after the fact and, you know, take a good shower cuz money's dirty. There's a good chance those dollar bills you're swimming in Scrooge McDuck that they've probably been down uh, you know, a stripper's crotch. And who knows what's what that's been between drugs and uh, crotch critters. <laughs> you never know. Never know. Ghostbusters. I watched that a little bit. I thought that was cool. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe was awesome. Yo, Joe. Inspector Gadget. I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, this, is, this sounds stupid. It doesn't really go along with all these, but I do remember it. Care Bears. <laughs> you don't fuck with Care Bears, okay? Care Bears shine. Like there's some bad guy. They should have like, I don't even remember any of the shows, but it would. what would have been funny is like, you know, they're sweet and innocent and they always, you know, f- fight negativity with whatever's on their tummy. <laughs> like it's a rainbow. Care Bears shine. And that's how they defeat the enemies. It would be funny if, like, the bad guys were, like, really bad guys. Not like, you know, hey, I'm going to steal all the candy in the village. Oh, no. Care Bears, shine. And it's like a heart coming off his tummy. And the guy's like, I have a change of thought. Here, enjoy all the candy, everyone. But instead, it's like this vicious villain that goes around, like, you know, beating people up and, like, making their nose bloody, breaking limbs and stuff like that. They're like, this guy's really bad. Oh, no. Care Bears, shine. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. He broke my nose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that would just be funny to me. It would. Two complete opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> They're super nice, but 
you know, they're they're willing to fight against the the bad guys, but those bad guys, they bad. They are very bad. Mike wrote in, would Lightning McQueen have car insurance or life insurance? Well, that is a good question. I guess it depends who your uh, insurance company is. But <laughs> let's, let's get Allstate on the line. Hi, Allstate. Would Lightning McQueen have car insurance or life insurance? Well, the fact that he is a he's actually a motorized vehicle, and we, we're going to go ahead and say car insurance, but he's alive. Does he poop and pee? I don't think so. Then he's a car. So there we go, Mike. It's going to be car insurance, I guess. I don't think I've ever seen Lightning McQueen actually eat anything. The only thing he consumes is gas and oil. That's a very interesting question. Way too deep. If you're high right now, you're going to be thinking about that question way too long. Way too long. Is it car insurance or life insurance? <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. I would go. I would lean towards car insurance. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Mike. Dave wrote in random thought. Aaron Rodgers says he will be back mid December. Dude, he had that Achilles tear, and he, and he says, I have watched athlete after athlete who has had this say impossible. Either. Rodgers has a different injury, or he's not really hurt. Show the scar, Rodgers. The way he just sat down, too, something stinks. I, I'm kind of there with you, Dave. I can't imagine, though, that he would fake an injury. He's an athlete. They want to play. That's what they do. But it does seem a little far-fetched. Also, also, it makes me wonder, let's say he does come back mid-December. And let's say he really did have this injury. If that's the case, there's a good chance it's not going to be fully healed as much as he thinks it is. And he's going to get out on the field, and he's going to hurt himself. And he's going to set himself back and set the team back. It is kind of fishy. But that being said, like you said, show the scar. And and I hate to do that, but it just, it, it worries me that somebody young and dumb and easily influenced is going to see this and they have the similar, a similar injury and they're going to be like, well, Aaron Rodgers did it. Why can't I? And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to push myself to get back on the field or get back to competing sooner than you know they say I should, and then they go and hurt themselves more. And they don't have the income to back up a setback in life like Aaron Rodgers does. Like if I did that, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to go outside and play basketball with the kids. Meanwhile, the doctor's like, you probably shouldn't be doing anything for another, say, four months or whatever it is. That's fine. 
I've been meditating, okay? Been doing a lot of mushrooms and blah, blah, blah. Just like Aaron Rodgers. I went into a sweat lodge. Good. Sweat out all the negativity. Only thing left is positivity and healing powers. And then you go out there and you hurt yourself. Now I got to go have surgery again. That costs a lot of money. And if that happened to me, I'd, it, it would really screw myself up and screw over my entire family. Sorry, guys. No more Christmas. Why? Well, blame fucking Aaron Rodgers, okay? He ruined Christmas. <laughs> it is really hard to wrap my mind around. And you hate to say it, but it's just like, like going back to, I was going to say this, but yeah, show me the scar. Show me the x-rays. Show me the CT scan. Show me whatever. The MRI of it. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, okay? But show me the evidence to say that it is what it is. Maybe it's out there. I just haven't seen it. But it just doesn't seem right, like you're getting all the correct information. But, but, let's say it is legit, and he does do that, and good for him. He's a special one. I, I just think, especially because of his age and everything, like the older you get, the slower your recoveries are. Your body just doesn't heal as quickly as it used to. It's interesting. It's interesting to see if he comes back mid-December. If he doesn't come back this season, then nobody's going to be the wiser, and he'll come back next season. You know what I mean? But if that thing's not fully healed and he just plants his foot and goes to take off, that thing that thing's going to pop right back off <laughs> or at least partially off. I, I I tell you what, if he comes back that game at least well I would imagine the entire game cuz everybody's going to be glued to that game in the country, everybody in the United States that has any glimmer of, you know, of desire to watch football is going to be glued to the TV because they want to see if he gets hurt again. You want to see that thing. Does it hold up? Does it fail? And if it, if it holds up, you're going to be like, wow, could have sworn that that was going to, that was going to, he was going to go down or something. But if it pops, you're like, dude, we told you, man, way too soon. You and your hippie ways, you know, just fuck the team over again. Good luck, buddy. See you next year. I don't know. I think Dave's on to something. And I, I haven't watched enough ESPN to see what their thoughts are. I, I, I can't imagine they're really against him because they're afraid of what Aaron will say about them on Pat McAfee's show. But it does seem a bit fishy. It does. But that doesn't mean that it's not happening. If he's in the right mindset and he's doing a lot of things like self, you know, healing and, and just, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's not impossible. If he does it, I would expect this to be a huge story across the globe. Okay, how did he do it? And how can we apply that to other injuries? 
he did this. It's normally, you know, say six to eight months recovery, whatever it is. And he did it in half the time. How? Why? And then could this, could we do this if somebody's laser focused and really into the process? Could this help other people in injuries? Could this help people with illnesses as well? It's fascinating. Here's the here's a, the byproduct of him coming out there and being successful with his recovery. Because he's going against the grain with this. He's going to be even more arrogant <laughs> than he is now. And we're going to be like, oh, God, here's Aaron Rodgers. Hey, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I healed myself. I'm practically Jesus. Have you seen my beard? This is like the blasphemy episode, and I apologize to anybody that's uh, super religious. I'm not meaning it to be disrespectful. But, hey, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to get those orders into Sugar Fire in Westminster by this Sunday, November 19th, and they're going to help you out with Thanksgiving. Maybe it's for your family. Maybe it's for another family that you want to help out. I mean, what a great way to say thank you and take the day off and relax than setting somebody up with, with, with a holiday meal. Either way, contact Sugar Fire. Again, catering at sugarfirewesty.com. Give them a call, 720-639-4903. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing weekend. I will talk to you next week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you can. Uh, again, big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Superbook Sports Colorado, you guys are great. It's to Huff on Censored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.